Good evening, everyone. Uh, my name is Jeremy Moore, and I'd like to welcome you all to tonight's uh, More Success Team Zoom call. We got an exciting call lined up for you guys tonight. I know I'm uh, I'm, I'm flat out fired up about uh, our guest trainer tonight, but uh, before we get into all that, uh, I want to give a, a special shout out, a special shout out on, uh, on Thanksgiving week to the one and only Mr. Jimmy Parrish just uh, uh, really hit a true milestone in his legal show career. He just he just empowered and protected his 19,000th member, 19,000th family. Uh, congratulations, Mr. Parrish. Job well done, my friend. Uh, I mean, you're 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 an icon on the team. You're you're an icon in Legal Shield and. Uh, let's go right out to you right now to get a quick uh, solutions update before we get into uh, our training tonight. Well, thank you so much, Jeremy, and thank you, team members. Uh, being on the Moore team is one of the reasons why I was able to achieve that honor, and uh, uh, I thank uh, Rachel Lawton, one of my uh, regional trainer buddies and uh, Benjamin Franklin Society members for putting that out today, and uh, she was kind to do that. Uh, I'm not one to do that kind of stuff, but she wanted to do it, and I said, yeah, you've got my blessing. So, uh, yeah, it was a big honor that hit uh, this weekend, and I'm delighted to have been able to uh, achieve that. And still got thousands to go, but, uh, you know, it's a good start. You know, if you, you know, when you're in that kind of stratosphere, you know you're not with many, many people that have done that personally, but uh, thankful for that. And just a couple of things just to uh, make everybody aware of, uh, this, even though it's Thanksgiving week and it's a short week, uh, there are a lot of things to, to – uh, be thinking about from solutions. And one of those is tomorrow, we're definitely having the solutions blitz. It's a great time to catch business owners in because they, they may not be as busy tomorrow. And so uh, if you're not familiar with the blitz, you can text the word blitz, B-L-I-T-Z to 47177. You'll get all that you need to know about uh, by text. And um, we can provide that information to you and you can be ready to go at 945 central tomorrow and dial decision makers for two hours and then have some excellent post-blitz training a little bit after 12 noon central. Also, for those of you that are in solutions, there is a, a special incentive for premium. Uh, just the last 20 days of the month, they're calling it the Turkey Trot Incentive, and that will allow people to get $500 bonus if they submit $500 in solutions premium during those 20 days or $1,000 bonus for $1,000 in solutions premium. I know we've got some Canadians on the line. So the last thing I'll mention is a brand new Canadian group opener bonus. And all that's required in that group, ladies and gentlemen, is a premium of $50. That could be as little as two sales in any company in Canada. Uh, and if you do that beginning October 26th, all the way through December 31st, if you just get one group opened in Canada, if you're a Canadian associate, that's $250 bonus uh, for three groups, it's $500 bonus, five groups, $1,000, and 10 groups, a $5,000 bonus. So if you've got people in Canada or you guys are on this call from Canada, that's a continual contest. It's going about 65 days. Uh, we're just uh, not even uh, halfway through that. So if you've got folks in Canada, I know you've got team members up there. By all means, make sure they know about this special Canadian group opener bonus. If you can't remember the details, uh, just go to jimmyparish.com, email me, and I'll be glad to get you the details about it. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. And, uh, Jeremy, I'll turn it back over to you. All right. And, again, uh, thank you for the update, number one. And, and number two, congratulations, my friend. What a, what a true milestone. Um, also, uh, in, in the production vein, want to give a special shout-out to somebody that 
But if they keep up the pace that they're on right now, they're going to be tracking you down very, very quickly. And that's none other than the number five top premium rider in all of Legal Shield last week uh, out of Utah, Miss Nicole Ramali. Congratulations once again, Nicole. Uh, brand new six-figure ring earner and uh, just flat out killing it. Uh, but um, anyway, uh, congratulations. But right now, guys, uh, and I got a few things I want to talk about at the end, but I, I want to get straight into the training tonight. I want, I want us to hear from somebody that this you know is a legend in Legal Shield, a true icon in the network marketing industry. Um, you know the 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 Milia family, what they've done and, and achieved over the last several decades have been nothing short of absolutely phenomenal. But he's a six hundred thousand dollar a year income earner uh, a platinum world council member of course uh, a multi-millionaire and just loves to to serve and help people and have a whole lot of fun along the way uh guys help me welcome to the to the tonight zoom our special guest trainer my friend mr steve milia welcome steve hey buddy appreciate you guys having me thanks for the opportunity and i'm honored to uh, call your friend and to be on your zoom tonight bud well thank you my friend take it away you got, I see a lot of familiar faces. I see Dave Hall from Utah. What's up, Dave? Had a lot of great times. And uh, uh, Jimmy Parrish, 19,000. That's amazing. We just passed a, a thousand, the, my, my partner, three of us, first of all. And uh, we're still hungover from the party we had when we hit a thousand. So I can't even imagine what 19,000 would be like. And it sounds like you got your own website, jimmyparrish.com now. So you pretty much got it all. You got life made. <laughs> and, uh, and how about those Canadian promotions? Man, makes you want to move up to Canada. And I uh, live up there for a few months, right? And uh, and kill, I uh, kill the business. And I, I see Keith Wan, just so many great friends, uh, Manly, and uh, uh, just so many good people. And I think that was one of the things that uh, Ken Moore attracted uh, to his team, to his business when he first started. And you know, Jeremy, I'm getting ready for the Zoom there, and I'm um, just at dinner with uh, my girlfriend and, and her folks here in Fort Lauderdale. And it was funny, I was, you know, just washing up, getting my hair ready. And I said, you know, if Ken was here, uh, I'd be shaving for tonight's Zoom because that's what you did. Uh, I remember doing a Super Saturday in Ada once and, uh, uh, you know, I wasn't going to shave and Kim was there and she's like, Ken Moore's going to be there. You better shave. I was like, oh, you're right. You better shave. And he think he picked us up at four o'clock in the morning that, that day for breakfast before the, before the Super Saturday. If you've ever hung out with Ken, uh, you know what I'm talking about. But just a lot of great memories and a lot of great friendships that have been created over the last uh, 20 plus years with with the Moore team, with the Amelia family. And I certainly appreciate uh, those kind words uh, that you, uh, you threw at me today, Jeremy. But you know, I just really feel like we're just, uh, we're regular people that have just, just like everybody else in America, you get up and you go to work every day and you do your job, you do what you get paid to do. So I uh, certainly don't feel like a legend. I appreciate the, the accolades and the kind words, but you know, I think the day that when you really start to believe all the press and the positive edification that I think people uh, say about you, as uh, the day when you're when you're on your way out, right? So you always want to, uh, I, I believe, try to be humble and just uh, take everything for what it is, but just keep showing up, working, and uh, just representing this this company in a great way uh, that we can. And you know, I think I'd be remiss before I get into my training if I didn't mention uh, or just pay pay tribute to the great John Gardner, who we lost. Some of you know uh, over the weekend. Uh, what a great guy! You know, I had the opportunity to know him in my first network marketing company, uh, the People's Network, and. You know, he was one of those guys that were, he, he was powerful. You know, when he talked, everybody listened. And um, one of the, uh, my great contributing factors to me when I was 24, I got started in the industry and I met guys like John Gardner and Frank Coyne. I always thought to myself, you know, if those guys 
are doing this. They could be doing anything in the world, but if they're doing this business opportunity, then there must be something to it. And it always gave my brother and I uh, hope. And uh, just quickly go into my story before I jump in uh, to the training. But you know, when we got involved in network marketing, uh, we were greener than green. You know, whatever whatever green is to you, uh, we were not ripe, if you will. And uh, we we didn't know anything about uh, anything, how to run a meeting, how to prospect anybody. But I tell you, well, the one ingredient that we were had is we were hungry. We had the ability to get excited. We were so broke that you know the idea of making a thousand or five thousand or heaven forbid ten thousand more a month drove us so excitedly crazy that we work. We were workers. I mean, we went after this opportunity. Um, because we were just so hungry. So I think that's the one quality that, that you look for when you're looking to build a team. I, you know, I've heard Dave Hall's story uh, many times, and I, you know, just the story of you know, how much he was making working there. I believe it was the, the Jiffy Lube and you know, had all those kids he had to support. And you know, the fact that uh, he was like us, he was hungry. And, and um, he, he, he worked his tail off to get where he is today. So I, I pay you know, honor to all the people that, that have built this company. And John Gardner uh, was certainly one of them. And we lost a great... Uh, this weekend, but um, you know that's what happens. Life moves on, and just like we lost uh, your papa uh, a few years ago, you know the, the the great ones go, and it's time for others to step up and be great. And it's time for that next generation. And even though I've been here uh, in this company for 22 years, I still feel like I'm young enough, and I've still got enough life in me uh, to represent this company at least for another 10 or 20 years uh, with as much uh, as I can. Uh, although those that see me on a day-to-day -day basis would argue that I'm semi-retired. <laughs> but um, what I wanted to share tonight, just some leadership ideas uh, that we've gained along the way. And I guess I'll go back and just, you know, finish my story. We, I was living with my older sister when we got introduced to this industry and I was her, her nanny. You know, I would get her, her seven-year-old son, Matt, who I guess is probably, I think he just turned 35 this year. And I, would, I was his nanny. I'd get him ready for school every day. My sister was a very successful professional in New York City. Uh, she had a house in New Jersey that she left, let me live in for free as long as I took care of her kid every day. So I said, sure, free rent sounds great to me. And in the meantime, I was a substitute school teacher making about $50 a day. And I would take a bartending gig here and there if I can get it. But I was one of those guys that was, I wasn't happy getting by, but I was content getting by. And my brother was a master at just getting by. I mean, he lived in New York City and he went for years without really having a job. I don't know really how he afforded to, to pay his bills, but you know, we were two guys that if you knew us, you would say, these are two lazy guys. But when we saw this opportunity, when we got involved in network marketing, uh, the lights went on for us. And, and, and fortunately for us, they never went off. And, you know, we made about um, about seven, this is before we got involved in Legal Shield, but in our first company, we made about $7,000 one month. Uh, it was our third month in the business. And, you know, we, we split that, we were partners, but it was enough to light that fire to say, man, if we could do that, imagine what we could you know, imagine what we, if we could make 20,000 a month, imagine what our life would look like. And, you know, if you've ever heard my brother, Mike talk, he talks like this with his raspy voice, right? If you've uh, just hear his voice, you think he's in the mafia, but when you meet him, you're convinced he's in the mafia. And so um, he just convinced me, he said, listen, I think by August, you know, we signed up in November by August, I think we should be making 20 grand a month. Let's, let's give it everything we had. And we put in 90 days hard and then we did it again. And, you know, we, we weren't going to go to our very first convention because, um, we thought, you know what, let all these suckers go to the convention and get motivated. We're going to stay back and work and recruit and go like crazy. And somebody believed in us enough to be strong enough with us enough to get us to go to that first convention. And, you know, thank God we did. We met so many incredible people there, but we just realized that building for events uh, is something that you really want to get uh, great at. And so it took about four years 
uh, during the four years, you know, that we, we were making probably well over $5,000 a month. And we could have moved out from our sisters at, at some point, you know, at some point my brother actually moved in when there, there were both of us living there. He was the second nanny. He was the backup nanny. <laughs> and, um, and, you know, my sister was getting married and she finally said, Hey, listen, it's time for you guys to go. Uh, but, you know, we kept our, our belts tight because, you know, what a lot of people do is they use the money that they're making in network marketing to start paying all of their bills and to start catching up on life that, that maybe they, um, you know, from the past, if, if they're in debt and stuff, what we did is we realized, no, we need to keep investing in the business. We, and back then, this is before technology, we probably spent a thousand dollars a month on our phone bills, on conference calls, on tools, another thousand on tools. So just our all overhead alone back then was probably several thousand dollars a month easy. Um, and then we would only get paid once a month. And man, there were many times where that week or two between us getting that check, uh, our money had run out. So it was just very, uh, very hard to deal with. And when we got involved in prepaid legal, now Legal Shield, we realized that they paid every day. We were like, man, we have made it. And, um, you know, we, we took four years of experience. We got involved in in Legal Shield, back then it was prepaid legal. So when I think of it, I, I say prepaid legal, and you know we we were blessed, and we were, we made over sixty eight thousand dollars our our first ninety days, and you know that's only part of the story. The real story is we paid our dues for four years somewhere else. That so we really had a, a little bit of a team that we were able to work with and sell memberships to, and um, you know we made a quarter of a million our first year. But again, it was those four years of not getting paid, those four years of of not really wanting to quit, but being tempted. Uh, to, to do something to make to make more money. So um, truly honored, truly blessed that we stuck with it. And here we are 22 years later, um, watching the growth in this company now and watching people what we did uh, do uh, even faster now. And we've got several people on our team, uh, as you guys have seen several people in this company, uh, make their six figure ring their first year, their first six months, their first four months. And there's a guy in Edmonton, Alberta named Noah. And if you saw him at the convention, uh, he's a gentleman from uh, from Africa, and what an amazing guy! He's a pastor, and I believe he's already gotten his two hundred thousand. He may be up to his three hundred thousand dollar ring. Last month, he did seven hundred and fifty two recruits in his organization. Never been in network marketing, and I promise you, he's not doing anything fancy, but he's working his tail off. He's excited. He's going after it, and he's just a pleasure to watch. So you just never know when your day is going to come. And so I better get started on this training before I run out of time. So 13 things I want to talk about, 13 things that are principles, leadership principles. And Keith Wan, I'm going to apologize. I know I did your Super Saturday a couple of weeks ago, and I these are the same 13 things. So um, you can uh, have a training to, to, you'll have these memorized by the time we're done. So just number one uh, is commitment is doing the thing that you said you would do uh, long after the feeling or spirit that you said it with. Uh, has left you. Okay. Many of us have heard this before, but I'm going to tell you, that's what it really takes to go to the top, honoring your word. When you do something, um, do what you say you're going to do, right? Sometimes we got to commit to less things, right? But do whatever you say you're going to do. You say you're going to make an appointment, do it. You say you're going to do a meeting, do it. Commitment is doing the thing you said you would do. So if you set a goal to go executive director in 90 days or platinum by the year, end of the year, whatever it is, just honor your word and honor your commitment. That's principle number one is commitment is doing the thing you said you would do long after the feeling or spirit that you said it with has left you. Number two, I love this one. Discipline weighs ounces, right? Regret weighs tons. Some of you have read the, the, um, the book, The Slight Edge. Remember uh, Jeff Olson from when he was involved in, in Legal Shield. And you know, that's a great thing that we learned from him. The Slight Edge is doing the little things over and over and again that seem to make no difference at all in the act of doing them but it's the compounded effect over time that lead your success. You know, I look at Jimmy Parrish. Jimmy Parrish didn't get in this business with a ton of experience and, 
in insurance or group marketing, at least that I know of. But you know what? He Every day, every day, he picked up the phone. He set appointments. He picked up the phone. And I'm sure there were a lot more no's than there were yeses. But you look back and you go, wow, you know, maybe he was born for this. Maybe he was getting, no, he worked his tail off to get where he is and to get those 19,000. So discipline weighs ounces, regret weighs tons. That means you look back at the end of your life and you go, man, I, I wish I could have, I wish I should have, but, um, but doing it today is what matters. So number three, how you do anything is how you do everything. You know, you ever meet somebody and they're just always late? That's because there are people that are always late. You know, it's not the traffic. It's not, it's not anything else. It's that those people, for whatever reason, um, don't honor your time and they, they just choose to be late. How you do anything is how you do everything. And, you know, I, I smoked cigarettes when I first joined um, prepaid legal, you know, and I was a, I made platinum, still smoking cigarettes. And it was very incongruent for me. You know, I would do the, the slight edge on and, and, and do trainings and stuff like that. And I knew that I was incongruent. Right. So now, just as an example, and if there's cigarette smokers online, you know, there's hope for you, all right? But quit. You're taking seven minutes of your life every time you smoke one. I'll just tell you that. But um, how you do anything is how you do everything. So if you meet somebody now that smokes cigarettes, you got to be a little concerned about the discipline in other areas of their life, okay? That's just an idea. So how you do anything is how you do everything. Number three. Number four, doing leads to doing. I'm like a millennial. I got my notes on my phone here today, too. Uh, doing leads to doing and waiting leads to waiting. This is the only saying that I've ever come up with myself. So this is a, an original, but I just love this one. It's like, you know, there's a great book. Some of you remember a few years ago, we had Mel Robbins uh, at our convention and uh, she wrote a book called The Five Second Rule, which basically is, um, is if, you, if there's something that, if you have an idea pop in your head, just decide to do it and go five, four, three, two, one. And maybe it's making a phone call. Maybe it's talking to a prospect at the post office. Maybe it's just, you know what, I know I should call Jeremy and I haven't called him recently. Just go five, four, three, two, one. And the concept is, is that your mind can only think of one thing uh, at a time. And so if you're going five, four, three, two, one, it's, it takes, it steals the opportunity for you to talk yourself out of what you really should be doing. So it's a great technique, but it's like the law of momentum. You know, a, an object in motion tends to stay in motion. We've all heard the, the saying, get the ball rolling, right? Well, the ball doesn't roll by itself, right? It's got to be kicked. And sometimes we need a little kick. So doing leads to doing, but waiting leads to waiting. You know, it's one of the hardest things is the law of inertia says an object at rest tends to stay at rest. And so um, it's hard to get going when you haven't been going. I mean, there's nothing like taking a week off or for some of us a lot longer off without prospecting and then, and then try to get going. So the best way to do it is just to do one thing and let the momentum compound. All right. So um, number one, two, three, four, I guess this is number five. Nobody wants a boss. This is Art Williams, right? Um, and again, as you can tell, I'm just a student of a lot of other people and I've been around a long time and I'm just sort of feeding back to you things that have helped me uh, over the years. But Art Williams and of course, his one of his greatest students, John Addison, I love this, is that nobody wants a boss, but everybody wants a coach. And you know, you can go get the art of recruiting. I think it's only like $5 on Art Williams website. You just get the, he'll just basically email you the link or you go to his website and download it uh, when you pay it's something very inexpensive. And what a great thing to be able to drive around in your car or when you're getting ready for the day to be able to listen to. And I'm telling you, in my opinion, on your way to success, there's two different people. There's somebody that listens to motivational stuff and positive stuff. You probably watch the, the Thursday night Legal Shield University, and you use that kind of stuff to learn and get motivated. And then there's other people that say, oh, I don't need that stuff. 
but they're the ones that really need that stuff. Okay. So in my opinion, if you're not somebody that does this, go to YouTube and listen to Jim Rohn or Art Williams or somebody, but just the principles that nobody wants a boss. Everybody wants a coach. And that's just that nobody wants to be told to, what to do. Okay. People like to be inspired. You know, people, you, you ever go to the gym and uh, you see somebody with a personal trainer, somebody that's pushing them, they're pushing them because that person gives them permission to coach them. Right. So as you're out there team building, remember, nobody wants a boss, but everybody loves to be coached. Uh, the next one, one discipline affects another. Okay, one discipline affects another. And, and so just remember that as you're, as you're getting your life together and you're setting goals, don't just set goals for your legal shield business, although that's really important, but set goals for your health, for your finances, for your relationships, for what kind of life that you want to have, what kind of car that you want to drive, what kind of place that you want to live. And I know that all of us sometimes get in a rut you know, even legal shield associates that have been successful, sometimes you get far enough and you just forget whatever the good stuff that got you there. But it's always important to remember to sit down and to set your goals. Remember that one discipline always affects another, you know, very closely related to how you do anything is how you do everything. Um, the next is to be great, study the greats. And I think this is, a you know, the Thursday night LSUs that that I referred to, you know, is a great you know, avenue for all of us to learn. I mean, every week that, you know, Darnell interviews four different, very successful people in Legal Shield for, you know, a half hour to 45 minutes. It's very informative. The, the way they tell their stories and stuff like that, I love that. And that's just one great example. You know, whatever you do, you know, Jeremy, I know your, your boys are involved in sports and stuff like that. You know, find somebody that you look up to and respect and do what they do, study what they do, look at the world like they do uh, for a little bit. So, know, you know, study the greats. The next one that is very closely related uh, is know the game that you're in. You know, know the game that you're in. When Mike and I got involved in network marketing, we realized right away that we had no idea what we were doing, that we were going to have to study. And the more we studied, we realized, you know what, this is an easy business. All we got to do is listen and then teach the people what we were taking notes really well and then just share on a conference call or when we got back from an event with our team, the things that we were learning. So always keep it simple, <clears throat> but remember to know the game that you're in. Um, you know, as far as team building and stuff like that, I love this next philosophy. It's work with the best and love the rest. Work with the best and love the rest. We've all heard of maybe the Pareto principle or the 80-20 rule, you know, very similar uh, to this is that, you know, if you've got, you know, 100 people on your team, identify who your top 20 are and work with them and let, the, let those 20 work uh, with the other 80. Because if you're going to try to work with everybody, you're going to be scattered, you know, and it's usually the people that, don't deserve your time that want your time the most. You know, if you go to a convention and they weren't there, they'll be the first ones to call up and say, what did I miss? And they want you to spend 45 minutes or an hour on the phone with them, catching them up. Say, listen, we're going to have a team Zoom here at, at, at eight o'clock. As soon as it's over, why don't we talk and I'll fill in any of the blanks. OK, but, you know, plug, you know, plug the 80 percent into group activities and the 20 percent get your individual time. And so every morning, you know, maybe you call three or five or seven people on your team that deserve it, but you're certainly not going to be able to individually coach everybody, but work with the rep, rep uh, work with the best, but love the rest, right? You got to love the rest. You can't be rude to the rest. Uh, you know, the reason that we have parties and fun things and, and all these, you know, team dinners and that is to create the camaraderie so that all of a sudden a lot of your teammates are getting along and working together because, so you don't really have to work with everybody. If that makes sense. Um, the next philosophy, I got four more to go, Jeremy, four more to go. I'm not sure what number this is, but you can number them and it doesn't really matter what number you're on. They're all great ideas. Uh, do more work than you get paid for. Nick Serbo always says this, right? And eventually you'll get paid for 
you'll get paid more than you work. <laughs> okay. That's what network marketing is about. And I tell you, for many of us, that's the life that, that we've chosen to create. I mean, I know I did, you know, I'd rather work my tail off or I'm telling you when we got involved in the industry in 1994 from 95 to probably 2002, even a little bit further, we worked really hard. And it's not that I don't work hard now. I just work a lot differently. I work a lot smarter now, right? I'm on Zooms every day. I'm on with the team. I'm meeting new people and all that stuff. But the reality is, is that I wanted to work really hard and provide as much value, even if I didn't get paid for that. But most people won't go for that deal. Most people, you know, they're in a week, they're in a month, they're in six months, and they start judging, boy, you know, how's this going? I'm sure Jimmy Parrish did that, even though he's written 19,000, you know, memberships. I'm sure for the first few years, you know, him and his wife and everyone around go, how's that thing going, Jimmy? And he wanted to probably want to say, man, it's going great. But inside, and I was like, I hope this thing gets going. Yeah. And eventually it will get going because they're seeds. And we, anybody that's read Think and Go Rich know that when you plant a seed, it's always going to, you know, it's always going to harvest way more than the seeds that you plant. And I think we all believe that. So do more work than you get paid for. And one day you'll get paid for more than you work, which is the dream of network marketing, isn't it? Uh, three more to go. Leaders are readers, right? Leaders are readers. Um, it's a great chance for me to plug my book, 30 Ways in 30 Days. If you haven't read it, um, I happen to think it's a great book. And if anybody wants to go to my website, uh, the162crew.com, that's the162crew.com. Um, just put in the word future. And I think, it, I think you either get a 10 or 20% discount. I don't really remember. I did the promo code a while ago, but I can promise you'll get at least a 10% discount. But if you're going to buy more than one book, scroll down to the bottom and there's three different codes. So if you buy, um, you know, there's, I think you can get up to 30% off depending on how big your order is. It's just a great book where I go over 30 different ideas, starting from how to start your day uh, to goal setting. Um, there's a great chapter in there called um, Good or Bad, Hard to Say. And uh, I just think it's a book that, um, that you'll really enjoy. But that's just one book. There's so many great examples out there. You know, if you're new in, the, in, if you're new in this industry, reading Brian Crothers' book, um, any of his books are great, but Building an Empire especially the one, the one that he's done is, is, not, is great now because it's updated with Zoom and some of the ways through technology that we're all working. But it's just a, it's a masterpiece. And I'm telling you, when you read stuff like that, not only does it inspire you, but it gives you the tools to be able to go out there and be a great teacher uh, to your team, uh, but also just to be, you know, be more prepared. And, and to, you know, the, the more that you know, the, the more that you and your team are trained, the more money that you're going to make. And this is a business, right? And at the end of the day, that's why we're in it is to provide for us and our families. Uh, two more to go, guys. I love this one. Have big goals, right? The bigger, the better. What did our friend John Gardner always say? You're not thinking big enough. And it's a, it's a great point. But uh, I tell you, it's just one of those things where, uh, you know, for those of you that have read the book uh, or read the, saw the movie or read the book, The Secret, just a great, great ideas that are timeless. And you know, it's so much easier and better and more effective to think about what we want than to focus on what we don't want. And, um, you know, so many people are, you know, they're just watching people's language. Well, I'm not good at this and I've never been good at this and I never win these. And it's just like, man, you're talking yourself right out of success where when you meet somebody and you're building a team and you can already tell they've got those qualities where they're speaking things into existence, you can tell they're goal setters, right? So, um, just one, 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 you know, homework assignment or one thing I'd recommend is, is tonight, just write down 10 goals, you know, and if you're, if you're having a hard time, like many people do struggling uh, to come up with 10 goals, it just simply means you probably haven't done it in a while. 
but write down 10 goals, 10 things that are important to you, 10 things that if you could have in any way, these would be 10 things that you could have in your life. You know, maybe they're 10, you know, I like experiences, right? If you're, if you're like Dave Hall, probably really exciting experiences where you could lose your life, quite frankly. <laughs> I think that's probably why I haven't been in Utah in a while, because every time my brother, Chip Humphrey or somebody goes, they're like, oh, you should see what Dave had me doing. I, I would never do that. Right. But um, but they don't have to be adventure goals. They could be they could be stuff. You know, maybe you've wanted a Rolex your whole life. There's nothing wrong with wanting, you know, nice things as long as you're providing value for it. Right. Maybe it's the kind of house you want to be in. Maybe it's a college education for your kids. Maybe it's just to have kids. But write down 10 things that you want. And then I tell you, if you want to supercharge those things. I'd read them over every day, just every day you get not even read them over, but just get up every day and take out a notebook and just write down. Here's here's 10 things that I want, 10 or 15, but at least 10 every single day. And I would back that up by doing affirmations and writing down things you're grateful for. But listen, you get, you take your first 30 minutes of your day and you start from the inside out rather than the outside in, you know, what does the outside in mean? It means going to your Facebook. If you go, if you wake up and you're on your Facebook within two to three minutes, I can tell you what your day is going to look like. You know, if you wake up and you turn on the TV, put on good morning, America, I'm going to tell you, there's not too much good news on good morning, America, right? If, if, if you let the outside world and you know affect you affect you inside it's not going to go well but if you wake up and and before you plug in anything no cell phone no email no outside communications you know anybody with a team knows that usually first thing in the morning some knucklehead on your team has emailed you with a problem or a challenge that they haven't figured out how to overcome themselves and they've made your problem their problem your problem right and it's like man and there's always like one or two people on your team that do it too and it drives you crazy and so i tell my team don't email me before dot dot or don't text me before but they, they do it anyway so i don't look at my phone i really try not to look at my phone for at least one hour when i wake up and i tell you it's liberating it really is liberating and and you know if you're really like that try going out to lunch a couple times a week without your phone or try going out to dinner uh, you know, with your wife or your, your boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever without your phone and trying to disconnect so much from the outside world and really just giving attention to the people and the situations that you're with. I mean, there's nothing like we live right by the beach here in Fort Lauderdale and there's nothing like just going out for an hour, walking the beach with no cell phones and you're sort of forced to talk to the other person, uh, which should be a good thing, right? So I don't know how I got all the way there, Jeremy, on goals, but that was about goal setting. And then last but not least, I love this one. Uh, this is a John Atticismism is um, if you can't change the people around you, change the people around you and uh, law of associations. And, you know, these are all things I'm sure there's not one idea or concept that I share today that most everybody hasn't heard from before. So sometimes it's just nice to have a good reminder of some good ideas. But I promise you, it's these ideas. And we probably could come up with another 20 or 30 like them that are going to lead to your success. Uh, in this world. And so, um, you know, I didn't mention anything today about marketing memberships or recruiting people or how to get people started. And those are all important ideas, but I'm going to tell you who you are and how you think, right? That's, that's as important as anything. So Jeremy, I appreciate you, buddy. Always a great friend. I remember the first time we hung out and I think it was the Bahamas and um, <laughs> it was a great time then and had so many great times in between. And I understand you guys are probably going to be in Mexico and I know it's a little touch and go for a lot of people, whether they want to do that or not, but it's just been so long since we've had a chance to see anybody that I'm going to go. And I hope, uh, hope we'll get to see many of you guys there. I'll throw it back to you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Steve. That was awesome, my friend. Uh, and yes, we will see you in Mexico. Uh, can't wait. I, I know where I can find you. Um, <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> but uh, 
anyway, thank you so much for, for sharing and pouring into the team tonight. You did a, you did an amazing job. Thank you, my friend. Hey, it, before you log off, Steve, why don't you throw your website into the chat box in case somebody wants to uh, take advantage and, and get sure. in your 30 ways in 30 days book. Yeah, I sure will. And you know, the other thing that I wanted to mention, I'm sorry, but Kim will kill me if I didn't. Number one is, um, is to thank you guys for um, your generous donation. Uh, you know, recently Jeff Bell uh, donated five grand and you guys matched, uh, matched that for uh, $750. So we appreciate you so much. Um, and just appreciate all of you. I know I look at many of you and I know you're part of our Super Bowl pool every year. Uh, and some of you are Hogar heroes. And so we support an orphanage in Guatemala. And anybody that wants to get, I'm going to put that in there too. But it's workplaylove.org. And it's just really a wonderful way for us to, to give back and to be part of that uh, organization. And, you know, I bet we've raised close to $700,000 there uh, in the last 10 years. And again, it's, it's, not, it's not us. You know, we, we just have a stage and a platform and we're able to talk about things that we believe are positive. And I tell you, you meet some of these children and you realize that they don't have much of a shot in life. You know, that, that no matter how smart or how charming or how brilliant they are, that they are really behind the eight ball. And so we go there and we give them a lot of love. We give them a lot of fun and we just have a blast with them. You know, Kim goes there probably when it's not COVID, probably four or five times a year. Um, I don't go quite, I probably go once a year, um, but we have trips all the time. So if you want to volunteer, if you want to go to the orphanage, if you want a Super Bowl square, uh, if you want to become a Hogar hero, anything like that, the more help, the better. If you have a great idea, we'd always love to hear it. You go to workplaylove.org uh, and I'll write them both in the chat. So, uh, Thanks for letting me, she would have killed me if I didn't mention it. So I'll throw it back to you. All right. And again, uh, thank you so much for that, Steve. And, and, and guys, what, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's week of Thanksgiving. Um, you know, we just want to encourage you guys to, to remember and, and love on and reach out to those that mean the most to you um, in, in your circle. But it also it's a, it is an incredible time uh, to share this opportunity, incredible time to um, because what we do is right, it's just, it's, it's honorable, it's, it's, it's noble, um, you know, to, you know, to step out of your comfort zones. And, and even though it is Thanksgiving week and, and Dave Hall, I see you're in, you're inside the house, you're not in the woods. So that's a good thing. But, you know, <laughs> um, uh, you know, take the time to, uh, it's not a week off. Uh, it's a week of Thanksgiving. Uh, and, and rejoice and remembrance and, and all that great stuff. But it's also a time to um, don't keep this opportunity to yourselves. Uh, make sure that those ones you care about, that you claim to care about and, and love and, and respect and, and hold dear to your hearts, they know what Legal Shield's about. They know the opportunity that Legal Shield uh, can provide them. They know uh, the, about the great opportunity to empower and protect their families and, and, and so forth with, with our membership. So uh, that being said, I also want to uh, echo what Steve said about um, keeping uh, Elizabeth Gardner in, in your, in your prayers and their entire family, um, you know, a fellow uh, Platinum World Council member. I mean, you know, the, the times it's funny when you go on this uh, PWC trips, you know, sometimes there's um, Stephanie, I just seem to, always be partnered up or we spent a lot of time with John Elizabeth um, and got to know them on a, you know, I've known them for 20 years, but uh, on a whole different level and uh, legal shield did lose a, a true icon. And, and, and Steve said it um, earlier, but you know, when I, the first thing that pops in my mind, everything time I think of John Gardner is 
you know, for us that have been around for a while is, you know, every time he took the stage, one of the first things out of his mouth is you're not thinking big enough. And, and that's that it was true when the very first time I heard him say it. And it's true when I'm remembering John Gardner today, we are not thinking big enough. The opportunity we have, we haven't even scratched the surface of the lives we can impact and transform with the membership and opportunity that the legal show provides. And I just wanted to um, kind of close things out by saying we aren't thinking big enough uh, on the more success team. We do need to expand ourselves. We do need to stretch ourselves uh, a little bit further. And, and, I, and what a great opportunity we have to do that during this week of Thanksgiving. And uh, just want to say, I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your week. I want to remind you this Sunday night, we will have uh, our getting new, new associate training, our getting started right training. Um, we do it Sunday night, 8 central time. So make sure your new associates are plugged into that. And it's this very same address, uh, the very same Zoom call that you dialed into tonight. Uh, we do that at 8 central on Sunday. So make sure you plug into that. And next, um, next uh, Monday night, we'll see you guys again. But uh, let's have a great week. And above all else, above everything you heard tonight, always keep your God number one in your life. Your family second and Legal Shield third. Everything else take care of itself. Thank you, guys. I love you guys. Have a great Thanksgiving. Appreciate you. Good night, everyone.